Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, so of course, we're dishing on Madison's food scene. What's more delightful than an old-fashioned style spaghetti house? Perhaps a spaghetti house that's also a Jewish deli with all-day breakfast. That's the MO of a new restaurant on Regent Street in the storied Greenbush neighborhood. Fabiola's Spaghetti House and Deli. Fabiola's, located in the old Rocky Rococo's building, pays homage to the old red sauce restaurants that once graced the area. And now they're open for dinner. We sat down with owner Sam Brown to hear what they've got cooking. It's Thursday, January 18th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Sam, hello. Thank you for having me, Bianca. Oh, but of course. So, is there an origin to the name Fabiola's? Yes, there is. Uh, Fabiola was the name of my grandmother's best friend. She was an Italian war bride from Naples who met a uh, Irish-American soldier from the south side of Chicago, moved back to Jeffrey Manor and became Fabiola McKenney. And so the name is kind of an ode to her, ode to my grandmother. Mm, so they met in Chicago? Yes. Jeffrey Manor, south, far south side, down by the Coke and the Steel plants. Yeah. She must have been a special lady. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, you're talking about your grandmother. Uh, you're part of a legacy of Italian food restaurants in Madison. You could say it's a family business of sorts. What can you tell us about the location of Fabiola's? Uh, well, Fabiola's is located at 1301 Regent Street in Madison's historic Greenbush neighborhood. This was originally a neighborhood of Italian and Jewish immigrants starting in the late 1890s. My father uh, founded Rocky Rococo's here in Madison in 1974 on Gilman Street. I've been vice president of the company, and we decided in 2022 uh, to close our Rocky Rococo's at this location on Regent Street. Uh, and it kind of expand our uh, Leopold's concept, uh, a bookstore bar that we opened up in 2021, kind of expand that concept into this new space and uh, develop the Fabiola's concept, which we felt worked with the Leopold's idea a little bit stronger. Yeah, I feel like that's important to say that you're right next to um, the Book Bar Cafe, which is fabulous that some folks might have heard about on this podcast. Um, and so you've been working in this location since you were young, right? Uh, a teenager. I've been working at this store since I was uh, 16, and I managed it for a number of years uh, when it was a Rocky Rococo's. And uh, I, have a, I have a strange love affair with this hideous building. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's good. Somebody's got to love hideous buildings, and and you've really turned it around in terms of the look. Um, but yeah, so you've been working there since you were a teenager. You're certifiably Greenbush through and through, um, and you're deeply involved in the neighborhood outside of just your businesses. There's a really rich history in Greenbush, right? And especially of, like you said, Italian and Jewish um, immigrant groups, Italian and Jewish food and fare. How has that history informed your business? Um, I think it's been essential kind of to the concept that we've created here. The Greenbush was originally located where the Triangle is today, and that neighborhood was demolished to make way for urban renewal. There has traditionally been right at the intersection of Park and Regent, that was considered spaghetti corners. Um, there were three separate Italian restaurants. Spaghetti corners? Yes, spaghetti corners. There was Bunkies, uh, there was Josie's, and there was a Salvo's all right at that corner. Further down the street, uh, there was Amato's Holiday House. Uh, so this was traditionally a neighborhood with a lot of traditional kind of red sauce spaghetti houses. And uh, we wanted to be an ode to those restaurants and the uh, supper clubs that used to be around this neighborhood. And we took cues from our design from those restaurants. Uh, we even borrowed recipes uh, from some of those restaurants and tried to recreate some of them. Um, our recipe for our brajol is based on an article from the Wisconsin Historical Society describing the brajol at uh, Josie's. So we really wanted it to be an ode to the neighborhood. How much is, would you say Greenbush has changed since you were a kid? Oh, um, it's changed dramatically. It's gone from being a neighborhood of a lot of student housing to a neighborhood with a lot more single families. Redevelopment is finally coming to Regent Street. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of new construction. Uh, Jensen's Auto is going to be converted into being workforce housing next door to us. We've seen the Lucky's development. Forboni's closed, uh, DeSalvo's closed, and became Buckingham's. Buckingham's is now being leveled to make way for uh, for more housing. So the na- the neighborhood is changing uh, dramatically and the pace is uh, uh, quickening. So you are holding it down, bringing for this new, you know, spaghetti house. Uh, we've got to talk about the food because you just started offering dinner uh, Wednesday through Sunday. And I think you just mentioned one of the dinner dishes, right? And I, I hadn't heard of that one before. Correct. We make a, uh, a, one of the dishes that we're most proud of is we make a slow cooked Sunday gravy. So this is a tomato sauce, a San Marzano tomato sauce that we cook down for six hours uh, and cook with it is a short rib brajol that we stuff with, uh, it's a beef short rib, that boneless beef short rib. We pound it thin and then we stuff it with Parmesan cheese, golden raisins, caramelized onion and celery. It's rolled up and then braised in the tomato sauce along with Fraboni's hot Italian sausage and our own house made meatballs. Uh, the gravy is served over rigatoni, and then the meats are served to you on the side as you would serve kind of a traditional Neapolitan figure. That sounds amazing. Uh, do you have any other dinner dishes you'd recommend? Uh, well, one of the reasons I opened this restaurant was because I got sick and tired of driving down to Chicago to get chicken Vesuvio. Uh, <laughs> so uh, chicken Vesuvio is a, uh, we cook it, uh, two uh, beautiful uh, bone-ins, uh, skin-on chicken breasts, that are then braised in a white wine garlic butter sauce and then served with uh, Yukon gold potatoes and peas. It's really a, it's a lovely dish. And you said that you, in part, open Fabiola's just so you don't have to go drive down to Chicago? This is mostly for me, if I'm going to be honest. 
no, well, you know, Madison has been lacking for, we, we have wonderful Italian, Madison, absolutely superb Italian. And I would recommend anyone go to uh, the job they're doing at Lombardino's at Papa Vero is incredible. They're serving phenomenal food. Um, but I have always thought that Madison has a real lack of kind of traditional uh, red sauce Italian-American cooking. So we're attempting to kind of fill the, you know, the spaghetti and meatball void that exists in the market. I love it. So is there anything special about your spaghetti? Is there anything special about our spaghetti? We make a superb meatball in-house. It's made with uh, sweet sausage, veal, pork. There's about 100 cloves of garlic that go into every batch. And uh, we make a rich panade, so it's very the meatball is very tender. Um, we fry the meatball and then braise it in tomato sauce. It's really a lovely product. Mm. Any other dinner dishes, dinner fare that you'd want to mention? Um, I think that we make a lovely pork chop salt and buca. It's a one-pound bone-in pork chop that we pound with Parmesan cheese, sage leaves, and prosciutto, and then that's served in a lemon butter sauce. Uh, and comes with market vegetable. That is, uh, that's a delicious dish. We have a wonderful selection of steaks and chops as well. Uh, you know, actually, if I'm going to be completely honest, we have a, a dish of escrow and beans on the menu, cooked with sage, rosemary, thyme, a little balsamic vinegar, uh, and a little red pepper. It's a kind of a humble dish, but it's one of my favorites on the menu. Oh, nice. Are, are, is there anything for, for the, the vegetarian crowd? <laughs> uh, there's uh, eggplant parm, and there's the escrow and beans I just mentioned. There's a wide selection of salads as well as vegetables. And you've been serving lunch since your launch, and you have a pretty thick number of options uh, when it comes to the sandwich department. Correct. Well, we tried to, once again, you know, I consider this kind of a green bush deli. So we both wanted to kind of honor the both Jewish and Italian heritage of the neighborhood. So there's a selection of both kind of traditional Italian deli sandwiches, think three meat combos, ham and egg plant sandwiches, uh, roast beef. But then there's also some Jewish deli options, including we offer shachuco, we offer a kind of traditional Jewish appetizing, whitefish salad, uh, Nova lox. Uh, sturgeon on occasion. We offer matzo ball soup. So we both wanted to kind of honor both portions of that kind of green bush tradition. Okay, y'all have a matzo ball soup? Yes, we have a we have a superb matzo ball soup. Uh, we garnish it with a lot of dill and parsley. We make the matzo balls ourselves. Uh, it's really, a, it's beautiful. I love that. Yes. And um, you've got all day breakfast. You, you guys are really covering the scene. Uh, yeah, so from 10 to 3, we offer uh, a selection of eggs benedicts. We offer a traditional benedict. Then we offer a smoked salmon benedict and a tomato basil benedict. And these come with potato latkes. And then we also offer a shachuka. I'm now hungry. <laughs> I am now officially hungry <laughs> and headed your way. And where do you get your breads? Uh, Stalzi's makes our Bialis and makes our uh, wonderful sandwich bread. It's really an amazing product. I can't recommend them high enough. Uh, they really do a superb job. Uh, and then we get our bagels from Origin. Okay, dope. Um, I heard a, a little whisper. Someone's talking to me recently. They're like, I just want more bagels in Madison. <laughs> we, we, do, we do need more. We desperately need more. So, you know, what are you hoping people, you know, when they come in for dinner or lunch, like, what do you hope that they come away with? What kind of experience are you trying to create? You know, for, for lunch, I think that so many restaurants uh, have, through the pandemic, we've kind of emphasized convenience. 
um, we've really pushed for, you know, to go and, you know, ordering online. And one of the things that I've kind of been promoting with lunch is I really would like to see a return to kind of leisurely lunch where you're served, uh, where you have the opportunity to take some time uh, to enjoy the moment with friends, uh, where it's not exclusively promoting kind of a, a, a to-go ethos. So that's one of the things we're trying to create with lunch. And with dinner, you know, the highest compliments that I've been paid is when people tell me that it reminds them of the old restaurants they used to go to in the neighborhood. Or they tell me that it reminds them of the Italian restaurants they grew up going to in Hartford, Connecticut. When somebody tells me this reminds them of the restaurants they went to in Brooklyn, uh, that's about the highest praise I can get paid. So, you know, trying to recreate that kind of lost world. Yeah. And I I understand you went to some great depths to um, have the interiors really speak to the exact sort of spaces you're, you're talking about. Yes. Well, you know, as anyone who's been to this building knows, we're a strip center on Regent Street that was built in the 1960s. So the space, it's the building itself doesn't provide a lot of charm. Uh, but I lucked out. Uh, I went to the bar Snick Sportsman's in Monona. It was a little green stucco building on Monona Drive. And you never would have suspected it if you looked at it from the exterior. But they had a absolutely gorgeous back bar and bar. It was, uh, I believe, built by the Ham's Beer Company. And it had the corner features where it has the glass ne- uh, rods and the neon hunting dogs, just like the bar over at Mickey's. Gorgeous. And the building was being torn down. And uh, we purchased the back bar and the bar. And we spoke with the owners. And we were able to then also salvage all of the hardwood, all the mahogany hardwood out of the building. So we were able to then use all this 1930s, 1920s hardwood to build our space out, and then we were able to include this beautiful salvage art deco and uh, back bar and bar that we fully restored. It's the centerpiece of the restaurant. It's absolutely beautiful. And uh, I feel kind of a certain uh, custodial responsibility to protect this bar and keep this bar going. And I know that the owners over at Sportsman's are thrilled that people can continue to congregate around their bar, have a drink, and uh, that it's going to continue to be kind of in the public eye somewhere where people can visit it. And uh, they actually stop by regularly. So it's nice to see them. Yeah, so that's really, I think, uh, it's added a tremendous amount of character to the restaurant. Um, I have a very talented group of uh, carpenters. And uh, we brought on a number of carpenters who helped to build the very first Rocky Rococos back in 1974. So, Oh, my God. Yes. The original guys? The, ori- the original just- guys. Uh, uh, Fred Murray, <laughs> who built the very first Rocky Rococos and actually starred as Rocky Rococo in the very first Rocky Rococos ad in 1975, uh, helped to build the entire restaurant. And they're just tremendous craftsmen. Fred helped me build Leopold's over here. And it's been a pleasure to work with him over the year. We have, we actually have a wood shop down in the basement that we use to build all of our cabinetry, build our bars, uh, build everything. And if you stop by and see it, it's really a work of art. Yeah, I mean, for those of you listening, um, you don't get to see Sam right now. Like I'm seeing Sam. He's sitting in Leopold's, and he is he has got these beautiful mirrors right behind him. They're circular mirrors that almost. Uh, it's giving Shire vibes, <laughs> the Shire from Lord of the Rings. And you're wearing this stylish hat and you're in this stylish space with all these old, you know, bookshelves behind you, lots of wood. The exterior, as to what you said, doesn't really reflect what's going on on the inside. Like there's a lot going on on the inside. Yeah. 
And those mirrors were actually originally uh, a contract that Fred had to design frames for rose windows and uh, church rose windows. Uh, that never happened, but then we repurposed them to make these uh, make these mirrors. Yeah. Well, I mean, you talked about people coming in and feeling, you know, their own personal connections to restaurants um, that have come and gone in the Regent Street neighborhood and places, you know, out on the East Coast and what what have you. What about you when you walk in there? What does it strike up for you? Well, you know, when you, when you build something out yourself, you only see the uh, you only see the flaws and the things that you didn't do. Um, so I'd say that's probably the first thing it strikes. Uh but uh, I, I feel a tremendous sense of pride in, in, the, uh, in the construction and uh, to be able to both honor the neighborhood, uh, to be able to honor my family. We still have uh, a beautiful tile mural that came out of the original State Street Rocky Rococo's uh, that's in the space. So to be able to kind of honor my parents' legacy, you know, who have given me so much, it's a wonderful feeling. Well, Sam, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you and hearing about Fabiola's. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. That's Sam Brown, owner of Fabiola's Spaghetti House and Deli. He is also the owner of Leopold's Books Bar Cafe, which is located right next door. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with someone you watched Lady and the Tramp with? Remember the two dogs just connecting over a bowl of spaghetti? Ah, that's some more. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, 